Welcome to Dungeons and Chickens, the podcast for chickens fight back. Episode 10, double digits, guys. Double digits. Uh, big moment, ten, double digits. Can be here for a while, so let's enjoy it. <laughs> All right. So, last episode, we left off. Our heroes were in the process of passing through Brolcog. They managed to find some refuge on their way to Brolcog, and they met a nice pig farmer in which um, he let them stay for refuge and take nice shelter. And they managed to buy themselves a pig, a black pig named Salem. Um, <laughs> um, this one is a female pig, and they, they're taking this pig along with themselves and going through Brolcog as the easiest way of traveling. And they decided to travel through, and they managed to make their way through relatively without issue, although with a bit of questioning about why they have a pig with them. They managed to make their way through the streets, um, traveling all, all, up until they meet, um, met two, met two um, female figures, um, one being a female halfling and the other one being what looks like a, a human female in what seems to be a mix of like silver and blue pieces of armor. And they were, they stood out to you guys as one of the few humans in Brolcog themselves. That being said, um, Lyris managed to convince them to help you escort you guys through the city in order for them to help, in order for you to perhaps help them on a mission that they were talking about out in the streets. And we open up, and finally, Aurora, um, in particular, noticed that her father was currently giving a speech um, outside of the Church of the White Mother that he he works at, and he was doing it to encourage and reassure people in the faith of the white mother. Now, with that being said, we enter our scene. We would do this, my brothers. For Brokog and for each one of us, the white mother will show us through. And every, you see, and then as you see the, around the crowd that's basically surrounding him, because he's on what's, what's sort of is like a platform kind of thing out in front of the church. It was like kind of a, um, a wooden platform. And in front of it is a bunch of crowd varying of orcs and goblins, basically all at this point cheering, the cheering, you know, like all around and basically like chanting his name as well. So with that being said, you have not been spotted, but Alora just now realized who's, who's giving that speech. Now, with that being said, what would you guys like to do? So give me a bit more detail about where uh, he is in regards to us, as in like, like we're walking, you know, we're walking in the street right now, still trying to make our way over to the east gate. Um, is he like, like, is it in front of us, like almost like blocking our way? Is it like off to the side that we're like almost like walking past them as he's doing the speech? Like, what sort of a uh, position is it in right now? So funny thing, the the church is actually one of the wealthiest buildings in town because Abrolcog isn't really known for its wealth, but this is one of the few structures that actually looks like it's it's made to be fancy of some sort rather than just utility. And so it is like, it has like a kind of a more open plaza in front of it. And in front of it, the, um, the church is going to be to your right. You are basically entering, walking through a plaza that's going to be, you guys are going to be going straight through it if, the, if you continue down the road. And the crowd is basically, the crowd is what is what's basically stands in your way. You can need to like weave in and out of them to try and like make, get your way through. Um, but he, the, like Aurora's father is actually to the right on a platform in front of the church. Okay. Um, so at this point in time, obviously, I don't know who he is, so 
for myself, I'm going to be continuing to uh, kind of, considering I'm still at the kind of the front of the pack, I'm going to be continuing to walk in the in the same direction we currently are, uh, kind of pushing people aside a little bit, you know, gently, nothing forceful, nothing to draw attention to us, but just making a bit of a path for um, for Delilah and uh, Alora to come behind. Um, I believe that I'm walking behind Alora. I can't, I'm trying to remember the walking order that we had. You're behind um, me. But I, oh, okay, so I'm behind you and then Alora's behind me. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And then Beatrix was behind her, I think. Oh yeah, yep. I forgot yep. about Beatrix, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what the walking order is, so. So I can see him, but I can yes. see him. Okay, mm -hmm. fuck. Uh, I mean, we can yeah, see him. We can see him as well. You realized him, yeah. We... But yeah, but none of you no. know who. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. In a panic, Alora is gonna basically stop, turn around, and look at Delilah, and just have this really worried, like, look in her face, and just be like, and kind of. I I don't want to like say, oh my god, it's my dad or whatever, because I don't want to draw attention to us. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna like. If, nod my head over towards his direction and just be like, and have like a panic look on my face, I guess. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, I do shit. want to know uh, at this point, um, the, t the two ladies that you guys met in the streets are going to be on either side of you, kind of like providing kind of e basically cover for you at this point. Mm. Um, unless you guys tell them otherwise in front of you or like you can, they can, you can tell them to be in front of you or behind you, but they just assume their positions to be on the left and right side of you to cover each side. Okay. The one on the left, the halfling, um, this is look at this pompous asshole. <laughs> oh, fucking churches. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> and, and then uh, you see you see the halfling laughs along with you, and then the other but the other one's kind of like, Shh, you can't say that here, and he's like, shut up, um, it's fine. Um, so Laura has uh kind of gestured to me. Uh, to look over to my side. Um, so uh, I do, and I, I see this pompous asshole, as we say, uh, <laughs> surrounded by his adoring fans. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's also very like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, it's, it's probably more like... <laughs> than, <laughs> yeah, 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 more, more, a lot more bass than that. <laughs> You're my hero! Yeah, <laughs> um, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of just describe him a little bit, just for better, like just to say this better. Yeah, um, this is a like this is a half elven male. Um, he is in his, I think, I believe his fifties, and he's wearing what seems to be kind of like all white robes, but then has like the the thing that um ought to, like pastors wear at churches, and they kind of have like the thing that like almost like the scarf kind of thing that goes all the way down. And you see it has symbols of like suns on it, and you see this female figure. He himself, he looks very like weathered and he he's um wrinkled in places and he's very he shows his age a lot, basically. And he seems to have some sort of you can't see him from this distance, but his eyes are a bit are a bit strange. They're a bit like yellowish, almost reddish, kind of. Oh, jaundice. Upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad luck. I was yeah. a massive prick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so I am, uh, say say if I'm wrong or not, but um, given that Alora has kind of like gestured panicked, uh, pan with panic over to him, uh, if I, I look at him and would we say that I could probably see like a, 
given I've had, kind of had a hint of who he is, I can see like the familial resemblance and could probably ascertain that that is her dad. The two do together sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, roll like an, that kind roll of thing. Intel- roll an intelligence method. check. I want to see how well you oh, put fuck. two and two together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how intelligent are you, Rhea? Fuck knows. Hang on, I'm just trying <laughs> to get it up. I didn't have my character sheet up because I'm a dumber. So, right, intelligence. <laughs> yeah, intelligence. So just roll an intelligence check for me. Okay, 14. Oh, Big brain. Oh, yeah, mate. Big brain plays. Um, So you've heard stories of the fact that this... There aren't very many half-elven people in Brolcog, and you can assume from the fact that you know Alora and you know she's half-elven, and the fact that this is a half-elven male in front of a church wearing similar kind of color schemes as his daughter, you can kind of... you can sort of put together but you, right now it's more of just a hunch unless you know for sure uh, yeah i mean it does it doesn't take a lot i mean you know but <laughs> yeah but that's yeah if you're all natural 20 you would have been oh yeah oh yeah. yeah i'm just a little bit slow sometimes you know just <laughs> give give me a moment or two I'll, I'll get there in the end yeah um okay so i kind of i'm looking at him and thinking like okay well that's definitely it's somebody of the church who we need to be avoiding and it may or may not be alora's fucking creepy ass dad um so Mm. i grab alora by the elbow um i have my court staff in my other hand uh so i kind of like tap uh lyris's um leg like with it just kind of like kind of kind of surreptitiously you know like like no one else would really see it not like (laughs) bonking him on the head saying we're going this way now you know (laughs) but just kind of like showing him that yeah we're we're moving in a different direction now uh and i kind of like cart alora away uh as fast as i can because i'm wearing her white cape as well aren't i yeah yeah you're the one yeah she's wearing the the darker kind of cloak you're wearing hers yeah, so uh, yeah, I, I want to move Laura away from this kind of hustle and bustle as fast as possible. And also um, the cape as well. Are you trying to go backwards as well? So like you're basically uh, trying to go backwards? Or are you trying to go like, because right now you're kind of like on both sides of you, you can't really go left or right because it's more of just kind of like booths and shops. And in, like in front of you, the path continues forward, but you have to go through the plaza. But behind you, you, you know from what you've just seen that there, it's more like shops and some interweaving, interweaving like alleyways, basically. Uh, I would be taking us backwards then. I wouldn't want a chance taking her through um, just in case she or my cape gets, um, or you know, her cape on me gets recognized. Okay. Um, so when, Easy enough. when she kind of, yeah, bonks me on the, on the leg... Um, I kind of like shoulder. Yeah, I kind of uh, <laughs> turn and and look over my shoulder and, and 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 you know see see the kind of like not panicked look, but you know see the concerned look on their face and the fact that gesturing that hey we're going this way. Um, I then kind of uh pass that look on to uh the two half elves uh, either side of us and kind of give up almost like a nod of a gesture of like with my hand of uh, of hey we're doing an about turn sort of deal. Um, and yeah, I, so now being at the back of the pack, I, uh, yeah, follow follow on. Okay. Uh Uh-oh, I don't like it when he rolls for dice. Oh, he rolled it again. Oh, no. Um. Oh, no. 
We're shocked. Delilah, 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 can you roll? Can you roll a stealth check for me? Oh fuck me! Oh, oh I got a natural twenty-one. Okay. So. Oh yes. You managed to basically turn around and go away with no issue. Drybone oh, says that. Was such, that he says it was such disappointment. Like. <laughs> it's D and D. Has how things go. Um. So you guys, how far do you want to go back? Just, like, just, I don't know. <laughs> just, just to the point that we're not, we're just to the point that we're no longer part of the crowd. Just basically to the point that we're no longer in the crowd that is facing Alora's dad. Okay. Um, yeah, so you guys managed to make your way back. I would say like 50, 60 feet is it probably enough from the, from the crowd itself, not him. Um, from the crowd is probably enough so that it doesn't really make a big of a deal, but you guys are still in the middle of town, basically. So when we get to that point, I'm going to kind of, uh, beckon everyone to kind of like not huddle together, you know, not like, all right, all right, uh, you know, not making a circle. <laughs> all right, team. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here's the game plan. But just sort of like, I, I kind of, uh, gesture to everyone to kind of come closer, um, which I presume everyone does. Um, and kind of like with a hushed tone kind of go, right, was... Uh, t firstly, to Laura, but was was that who I think it was, or, or is that just someone that we're trying to worry? Well, so he gets to make the assumption, and I had to make an intelligence check for it. Well, you bonked him, and you turned you turned around. Yeah, so yeah, yeah but I also had a Laura going like, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> gesturing over to him. All right, so Charlie, you, you wouldn't know exactly. You just be like, who, well, you would you just okay, yeah. say like, who the hell? Who was that? That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so, so why, why do we why do we turn around? Who the hell was that? That that was my father. I knew it. <laughs> Wait, that guy's your dad, Bruh. Good, good call, Delilah, uh, for turning around. We uh, is it good call to turn around, Delilah? We would we wouldn't have wanted to draw attention through there. Um, and I, uh, I turned to the I turned to the half elves. Look, okay, obviously the the direct path isn't going to be very uh, good right now. Um, you guys know this uh this this city better than anyone. Oh, better than us anyway. Is there some way we can uh, skirt? There must be like a side road or something we can go down that will get around this. I appreciate it's going to take us longer, but it's it's away from that crowd that's better. Uh, I'm relatively new here, but I mean... Didn't you have something? Think, didn't you have something you had to... Isn't there something that yeah, you need yeah, our help yeah, with? Yeah, is, yeah. That, is that somewhere that's further away from here? Uh no, it's it's in town. So, but well, I just know where that is. I mean, yeah. like, is it is is what you need help with going to take us away from this guy? Well, do you want to hear Go about lead. it real quick? I mean, it's, it's I can get it's a it's a so so kind of answer. I mean, if it's you know, if what we can help you with is is going to take us away from here for now, then. Two, here, bird, two birds, one just, stone, just, in my opinion. Just come over to cover. I'm over to me. Like, there's a being over like. You can, he, she, she kind of points to the halfling, kind of points over towards this like kind of alleyway type type deal, and it's like here, just let's go over here, just something where it's a little bit more discreet for a little bit. Oh, that's shady. All right, I I follow oh, on. She's gonna sell us drugs. I follow on, looking at the sky. Going... <laughs> um, I I would say also I wanted to add this. Saul probably at this point is. I would say he is is scouting ahead, but he kind of like he's basically just keeping an, like an overhead view of you guys at this point because he's basically just following you because he's confused about what's happening. But he gets like the vague idea. Mm. Oh yeah, poor Saul. 
about Salem. Uh, oink. You know, oink, oink. Oink, oink. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, just basically, it's not really putting up much resistance for anything. Um. Uh, so, just quickly, is it just... Uh, see, we've had ten episodes so far, and I still don't know if it's Lyris or Lyris. 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 Oh, no, no. Lyris. Lyris. Okay, right. I it, I don't know why, but every time I think of the word, I'm thinking like, oh dear lord, how do I say this again? Um, is it just Lyris who goes over, um, to speak to the halfling and the and the woman, or like, are we all kind of beckoned over? By the way, she gestured. She wanted like, everybody to come over. There. It's more of a, it's, she's a it's a briefing on what's going to be happening. Okay, then. Well, then I kind of like tuck behind. Uh, I kind of like uh, push Alora more in front of me, and and like I I tuck her further into the alleyway so that she's kind of obscured from any kind of prying eyes. Okay. Eyes. So- so basically you guys you guys enter the alleyway and you see that the the halfling woman is it seems to be the one that's kind of like taking charge of this whole this whole thing. She's like, "Hey, so um welcome to my fucked up book club, but basically we're we're getting uh-huh. here and we're going to we're doing it we're doing some sort of mission. Um this mission is uh specific, I would say, but basically what we're going to do is we're going to take advantage of the war. Because what they're doing right now is, in the process, they're bringing right now more of their troops and forces out. To, and she kind of like looks over like at the alleyway. Right now, the they're kind of the Ashenlands are moving their troops and their weaponry over towards the front lines, towards the steel, to, towards Steel Fist Legion forces and Failgon. Which means that soon they're going to be moving some of the most powerful weaponry soon. Which means that we only have a limited amount of time to do this. And so what we are going to be doing is we're going to be hitting a, a military barrack, and we're going to be stealing some of their weapons, some of the most valuable and powerful ones. Who knows, maybe we might find some potions, valuable potions. Some of the, some of the strongest ones are saved for war. Some powerful weapons. Who knows what we can find? And so we're, we were going to hit it, and we were going to hit it stealthily. We weren't going to like just, we were going to have like, we were going to go in there stealthily. We were going to go into into like their their st- sort of storage unit there, and we were going to go hit it and take for everything they got, and then we we're going to go. All right. Uh, and wh- how much resistance are you expecting? How many how many people are we talking in this in this uh, barracks or in this uh, weapon storage? There's so, they only have about twenty percent of their army forces with them. There's there's almost no one there to fight. And you have a way in Do and we- out prepared. Um, sorry, say that again? So, and you have an, a way in and out prepared? Yes, I, I already mapped out the area, and she kind of, like, she she kind of is, like, I, I, I she brings out, like, a crudely drawn, like, map, sort of, of, like, sort of, like, what the building's going through, and it seems like it's mostly a, that, like, it's a central, like, a central area, like, or an area more towards the back of the building, along with like some sort of like weaving like ta- like some hallways and stuff to lead to it but she says we're not don't worry about these hallways we're going to be coming from the roof from above and we're going to be dropping down to that we're going to be dropping down from the roof into that into that room directly and usually we would have some issue with this but we have some ways of getting in yo that's kind of cool though so what do you need us for oh you, so know, you sound like you've got it all planned out yeah, yeah. Well, some of our forces got split along the way. We were gonna, we needed some uh, heavy lifters, and some of our heavy lifters didn't make it here. So, we we kind of. I am not a heavy why, lifter. 
<laughs> well, Look at well, the you, size of me. Well, you know, you you were capable, uh, but you know, oh. but but you know, um, <laughs> but you know, she she basically just says. No, but we could we could use your help because uh, you guys look like like sequins in a land of mud. So it's you guys are pretty pretty bright and like look pretty interesting. <laughs> um, and I thought we thought we could use your and he looks he kind of like eyes leerish with like his basic he's wearing like a full like suit of armor. He's like we could maybe use a bit of muscle as well. All right. Um. So I kind of uh, I kind of uh gesture to the others and and say that we're, we're gonna need a minute give, give us give us a second i kind of turn my back to them um and turn to the others almost like a bit of a a bit of a huddle you know a bit of a uh bit of a quick uh chat you see when you wake up before you go pull yourselves aside um the halfling kind of looks towards towards like the um the human the human paladin and, and um she's like did i do good and he was like and she was like yeah you did great he's like yes <laughs> What are your names? You haven't told us who you are yet. Oh yeah, my bad. Um, my name's Bree. This is Athena, and she kind of like puts her hand on her shoulder by like standing up a little bit. But she says, <laughs> "But she's like, listen, we we got you covered. We we're not we're not new to this kind of thing." I All right, so, so uh, like I said, when when we turn and huddle with the others, I kind of again very very hushed tone. I, I you know I don't want anyone in the street next to the alleyway to hear this. Nor do I even want uh, Bree and Athena to hear this either look guys we we have two options here you know we we don't want to go wandering off in this uh city uh where, which we don't know where to go um and end up you know bumping into someone we don't want to bump to so the way i see it we have two options either we can go through that crowd and risk being seen by uh your father or some of the other guards around him or we can go with these two help them out on their mission you know, they say it's going to be stealth. If we can keep it that way, then then surely we're not going to be seen by anyone. Um, we help them. They help us get out of the city. And you never know, we might get some extra weapons or something out of it. And that might help us later down the line when we're trying to help uh, Beatrix out uh, in the foreboding bogs. I don't know about you guys, but I'm tempted to go with these guys. I, I'm not sure how much I trust them yet, but it's the lesser of two evils as I see it. I, prom I, 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 I promised you, uh, Laura, that I'd keep you away from your father and I intend to keep that. I think Alora should decide, considering it's her life that is at stake here. If that's okay. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, nah. Um, as much as I don't know if I trust these two, I think it is the safer option to go with them. I don't want to be, I don't want to risk being caught by my father. Um, that will put mine and your lives at danger. So, I guess we could uh, go help these two people who we. I mean, would really rescue you. Well. <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh, hate to say it, but let's go with the two strangers we just met. Lovely. <laughs> All right, we uh, we put our hands in the middle and go, yeah. No. Um, <laughs> I turn around to the other two and say, okay, we'll help you, but mark my words, we need to do this quickly. We need to do this stealthily. I will help you to our fullest extent, but our main mission is still getting out of this town unnoticed. And I will say now that if it comes to it, it's 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 our friend here before anyone else. That's fair. I'm so special. <laughs> I love how... I was talking about Salem. Salem. During, <laughs> during Charlie's little, like, 
speech there. I was I was watching his cam, and you know his his face also like his face reflects what he's trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do that as well, but it's weird like seeing Charlie do it because I think, God, what, what must I look like? I must look so weird when I'm just like, oh, basically I scowl all the time. There's the um, audience going, oh, we don't see it. <laughs> uh, but basically. Brie kind of like looks. Special? Brie looks. Brie looks at a thing and she's like, "Hey, look, we made friends. Hey, you said we wouldn't make friends here. You're wrong. And look, Hilf, Hilfmir said you couldn't make friends. We're the best friends. <laughs> you warm up to me." And she kind of like she she pulls out like a flask. He's like, "Want a drink?" I think it will take a while for Alora to warm up to you, just from my own experience. At least we can see eye to eye to each other, eh? How should? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a moment to get that, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I forgot that she's a halfling. <laughs> halfling, yeah. Wait, so how tall are halflings? Are they like what, like four foot, uh, four and a half? I think foot? I, I, I don't know. Okay, I know three and a half. I need to look at Brie, but I think Brie is like I think she's like taller than gnomes, mm. aren't they? Yeah, I think she. I put her down as five three. Uh, if she's five three. Then she's taller than both of us. Is she really? Yeah, we're four eleven. Whew. I mean, wait, wait. Let me oh. look up. Let me look up half. Like uh, we're like, shorter than a halfling, Minnie. Oh no! What the fuck? No. I mean, five three is my actual like. Okay, I'm, I'm lying. I'm lying. I'm lying. It's about they're about three feet tall, average. Oh, okay. Then. <laughs> three, right, three, then. We're, okay. we're considerably yes. taller than. Yes. Okay. So yeah, my bad. My bad. I know, I just, like, ugh. It's been a while since I've had a halfling character. That's all right. But, anyway. So, yeah, she's like, eye to eye, even though she's, you're like, you're obviously taller than her, she, yeah. She's like, drink? And she holds it out to, like, any of you. I can't, I can't, I'm, I'm sober. So, what, what's but, in you know, that? Uh, what, what, what is in it? I forgot. Oh, yeah, it's, that it's, really some, makes some, me want to drink, yeah. Something good, I mean... Enough to, enough to buzz you to, to, to get ready for your job. Are we going somewhere after this? Like, are we staying somewhere? Or are we just going straight away to go and do that shit? Well, seeing as how it's about, like, midday, um, we should probably hit this during the night. Less security, that kind of thing. Oh, cool. I've got time to get drunk then. All right, then. <laughs> and she I, kind of, I, I take, she I hands... take the cup and I, start, and I take, like, a big kind of gulp. Okay. So with <laughs> it's poison. <laughs> <laughs> with this, it's some of the hardiest uh, alcohol you've ever consumed. Um, Considering keeps, I was raised in a church, that doesn't say much. It's basically <laughs> um, it makes you kind of like it. It burns like everywhere. It's almost like motor oil. It feels. It feels like, and he's like. <laughs> And yeah, the strongest it's, whiskey I've ever had. And then you basically kind of like you kind of, <coughs> and then she's like, "Oh yeah, that's what's in it. It's it's um it's sorry, it's dwarven it's dwarven alcohol. Um, I forgot what brew uh, Hilfmir gave it to us. It's some weird shit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it is some weird shit. Of uh, we, pick, we like pick, it. We picked we picked it up from uh, where we're from, and so. It's 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 pretty cool. Like Hilfmir showed us around his place. We we got some of his original stuff from his parents. It was really cool. And at this point, Lara's gonna Lara's gonna kind of like step take a step forward. Like, <clears throat> guys, we cannot stay here. 
okay whatever wherever we're gonna go to lay down until not until it's gonna be nighttime we need to go okay the longer we're standing here the more suspicious we are we already stand out from a crowd anyway let alone standing in a creepy alleyway all right all right let's go then but i want more alcohol when we get there <laughs> <laughs> she basically kind of puts it on she's like i don't i don't even drink this stuff anymore it's more just like kind of on my belt anyway let's go and she kind of she, they both kind of lead the way and athena's kind of like you okay so here i'm gonna roll something real quick actually um who's who's gonna be like because they're leading the way so who's gonna be a leader so you're gonna be first like right after them um no based on actually oh, i don't know actually um i mean i'm gonna be sticking with Alora. Yeah, so who wants who basically who wants who do you think in at this point would follow um those two after you know what yeah after I, having this conversation i think i'm gonna stay at the back i think i i want to make sure that we're not being followed so i'm i'm okay. gonna i'm gonna go to i'm gonna wait to, I, i'm i'm Sorry for taking your spot, Rhea, but I'm, I'm assuming that Delilah is probably going to be quite close behind them. Um, yeah, if 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 Lyris is going to take like the rear, then I will be like I'll be following, but I'll I'll be wanting to like know that Laura is close behind me. Basically. Okay. So I can I have you roll perception check? Uh... <laughs> Nineteen. Double nineteen. You can you you kind of see you see the you see the kind of. What, or not Athena. Um, yeah, you see, you see Athena. You see Athena basically kind of like lean over and just kind of just kind of like basically go ahead and talk towards you. She says, "Do you really trust these people?" And she says, and Bree kind of just like because like, well, you see, even if I like I don't, but you know, even if like they were trying to kill us, I'm I'm still not really intimidated by them. We've we've seen worse than them, bruh. Okay. Well then, a little bit insulted, but hey ho, we'll just have to prove them wrong, won't we? That's mm -hmm. right. <laughs> in my head, by the way. I'm thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Um, do you want Saul to st still remain in the air at this point, or do you want him to kind of like remain like on your head or something like that? Do you want to keep an overhead view? Um, I want him to uh kind of move around on the on the rooftops, so not like be like actively flying overhead, but just kind of like following along, but like on the rooftops essentially, like hopping along. Yeah, but like in a. Well, I mean, no one's really going to be looking at a crow thinking like, what the fuck are they doing when they get hopping along? You know, so. <laughs> what are you doing here, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, look at that weird-ass bird. <laughs> no, but it's pretty, I mean, it's it's fairly easy. I mean, at this point, as long as you avoid the crowds, like you, you see some kind of wandering eyes because you guys are wear, wearing, one of your members has an entire suit of armor, like, oh, sorry, three of you now have suits of armor on. You guys have a pig with you. Um, you guys, the two of you guys are almost completely cloaked over. So I would say you get, you get, you get some eyes, but I don't think any way, any way in where it'd be like, I'm going to call the cops on you or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's more just kind of like, you guys look very weird. I like how disguises basically do the exact opposite of what we want and that it just draws attention to us even more. Because <laughs> you, you guys are, you, I mean, like you guys have like, like you're hidden. You wanted to be hidden and you're hidden, but you just like, you look like, um, like an Assassin's Creed when you just have like the hood up or whatever and you're just walking through the crowds. You look like, you, I mean, it looks very like, what the like, hell is that guy's They're a deal? dangerous person. I'm a yeah. stay clear of them. Yeah, kind of thing. But oh, no, you okay, guys. I'm good with that. Okay, so I would say for the next, man, I don't know, the city's pretty large. An hour and like 30 minutes. You guys are spent like, time weaving throughout crowds, um, going through alleyways, going through sh like markets and shops, trying to make your way out 
of of Brolcog before you actually legitimately make your way towards like the exit gate. Oh shit, we're getting to the exit gate. Um, I mean, they were they were going to. I didn't say this, but they were going to like basically hide out like near the exit gate, so they have like a an easy like, escape or whatever. Because based off like your guys' panic reaction, that and makes it, sense. The barracks are near. The barracks are near kind of the center of the city, but seeing as like it would be it would be very like, got it. Suspicious to camp out in the middle of the city, where there's like a or there's like a central square. She's bringing us to the outskirts so that if you guys do attract attention, you can literally just leave the city. Okay, oh, so we're, we're not leaving the city, but we're going to the outskirts. Yeah, yeah. You, you're going to the outskirts. If you leave the city, you have to go through security again, which was a whole thing. That's a whole other thing. Well, um, you guys may basically kind of just hang out. Um, at this point, Bree is... I'm trying to th- I'm trying to think of the right word. She's basically just kind of like hanging out with you guys, acting like you guys have been friends for like ten years. <laughs> um, even though you guys literally just met. She's like she's basically just sharing stories the entire time. Um, of varying interesting levels of of cool. Like they're just basically she's basically describing she's like like she's like stuff like, you know, one time we were me and Athena and a couple other buddies were taking down like this weird like moss troll in the in the in the like the woods. It was so weird. Like, literally, I have never seen so many boils on something with so much bark. It is so weird. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it, it's like all these kinds of, like, stories. They're just varying levels of entertaining. And, um, I mean, it's up to you guys, up to your characters, if you guys actually enjoy those stories. But um, I love it. Like, Laris loves anything that's, like, you know, makes you laugh. Um, but, no, you can tell that Bree is very kind of an interesting character. She's just making, making you laugh all the time kind of kind of person and, and she's just going and just telling stories and eventually you guys kind of pass the time by doing stuff like that there are like quieter moments where you kind of just like you guys are just tending to your own things maybe like sharpening weapons reading books doing oh, different kind at, of things are we actually at like a pub or an inn or something now you guys right now would be somewhere in like a i would say it depends like where, but Brie, Brie kind of just takes you out to the outskirts and basically would just ask you where you guys want to go if you guys want to go into a pub that's fine, but I think it it might draw more attention to you. I'd rather a safe house of some kind, you know. Well, we might say a safe still... house. I mean, just like you know, a secure location that doesn't have a bunch of other people in there, you know. Mm-hmm. Sorry, um, so what initially, when I at least initially when I imagined, I just imagined Bree kind of just like pulling you guys inside into like some sort of like alley between two closed buildings or whatever, so you guys could just hang out for a little bit. Okay, so we're okay. just hanging out in an alleyway right now. Okay. Like pretty much, like yeah, but it's one near the gate. So if, if you guys get like, hey, what are you doing over here? You can just leave. Okay, cool. So that that's why we're kind of quote unquote. Camp, that's what that's what out. yeah that's what that's what I imagined when Brief was like taking you to the outskirts. I imagine okay. her kind of taking you. So because if she took if she took you into an inn, it would be like you yeah. guys seem like high prior priority like suspects right now of something. Yep, that's yeah, fair that's enough. Okay. Um, just super quickly. Sorry to mm-hmm. kind of interject there. Um, but. Uh, sort of a, a role play uh, opportunity. Um, Delilah is a kind of uh, I don't know how to phrase it. I don't want to say making eyes because it's not what she's doing. <laughs> um, yeah. She her, her her gaze is on Lyris quite often. Actually, uh, <laughs> um, she's sort of like lightly frowning at him every now and then. Uh, I'm not sure if Lyris would would notice this but i just want to say that that is what delilah is is doing okay oh. okay that's fair 
Yeah, Alora um, keeps winking at everyone. <laughs> <laughs> everyone makes eye contact with her. Alora <laughs> is licking her lips at Delilah. Um, <laughs> just very obvious winking. Um, <laughs> so, okay, basically, so you guys basically come back to say, like, Bree saying, like, but no, it was a huge troll, like, epic fight, really cool. Uh, all right. And she kind of looks and says, oh, it's, it's dark now. Man, don't, even, <laughs> don't, even, don't even notice the time flying by. All right, so um, we have our plan. So what, what, I'm, what I was thinking, feel free to interject here. We're going to go into the middle of the city. And, I mean, usually the city is more of a sleep at this point, although there are shops that are still open, just some, like, some, some, like, vague ones that you that are of importance. But we can basically just walk into more of the center-ish of town. There's the barracks should be there. It'll be very obvious because there will be some guards at the front. What we're going to do is there – I planned out the city street because I've investigated it before. There is an alleyway behind a lot of the houses that a lot of people don't know about in this particular street. And we're going to go, and we're going to go behind that alleyway. We're going to then climb up the back of the barracks and then enter oh, up no. from the top. That sounds like dexterity checks. Uh-oh. I mean, it should be fine as long as you're limber. Laris uh, raises his hand. Yes. <laughs> and then he, he, his, his, his upright hand turns into a point down. What about the pig? <laughs> are, you, are you trying to eat it? Like, do you need help? No! <laughs> no uh, don't you eat my pig. He is sorry. She, she. Right, Salem, I mean, Salem's a girl. Yeah, Salem's a she this time to make it all more confusing. Yeah. Salem is a part of the team. Thank you. A part of the, the family. How dare you? Yeah. <laughs> she, she, harmful. Um, She's going to be harmful. Bree pulls out a dagger. Are you sure? <laughs> I mean, I could help you. Uh, okay. Yeah. If if Bree does that, then I take out my court stuff and I aim it right at her <laughs> and I say, "Yeah, I'm pretty fucking sure." It's just like, gonna say Alora's touchy, gonna touchy, like... not not a jokey crowd. All right, and she touch my puts pig, her... I kill you. It's my pig. <laughs> she puts she puts her um her dagger. She's like, just in... caught up in the moment, Alora. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> she puts she puts a dagger in her sheath, and Beatrix is like, oh my god, <laughs> this whole this whole time. <laughs> oh my god. He's like Beatrix is like, listen, you don't need me on this mission. I can just hang out with the pig if you want, in this alleyway, and if something gets hairy. The exit's right there. I can just leave. You'll take Salem with you, right? Yes. Okay. All right. I trust you. A little. I got Wonderful. I, I just know. So, that. is everybody else okay with this? And Bree, and Bree's like, I don't know you, so maybe. <laughs> um, everybody else is like, yeah, sure. Um, Athena's like, yeah. Otherwise. I believe you guys are going to start making way towards the, head of the center of town. Um, it's, a, it's a bit more of a walk, like usual. It, it doesn't take less time. It takes less time because of all the crowds not really being much as there. I would say it takes you guys maybe 40, 40 minutes to get there this time instead of an hour and 30. You guys cut your time decently because you don't have these like six foot like tall like pieces of like absolute muscle just walking around the streets, just blocking your way essentially. Um, and so you guys are able to make your way towards what seems to be an ordinary street until you see like a little bit down the way on the right side, there seems to be a, a structure with some guards posted outside that aren't the same for any other, any other ones. And Bree's like, 
There it is, right over there. Easy clap. Oh, lead. Okay. Lead on. So, before I ask, does anybody have any like peanut allergies or anything, any like concerns I should know about before we start going on this mission? Uh, I'm allergic <laughs> to stupidity. Okay, I, I I respect that. Anybody else have any any like you know you know you're secretly like your legs are fake or something like this and you like anything anything I should know about before we start going? I'm not real. Okay, <laughs> all right. So we're she, she basically uh, just kind of like leads the way, and Athena's like Athena's like oh, by the way throughout like all these jokes, you can see that Athena is like side chuckling at some of them, but she's kind of like put up with the shtick for so long um, that it's kind of like. Okay. <laughs> um, and you guys kind of walk down the alleyway. And this is a this is more of a cramped alleyway. This is not really supposed to be accessible to the public. This is more for the slimmer among you. And so people the people that are the, kind of the skinniest and smallest will be able to make their way easiest through here. So um Lyris and Athena are in the exact same boat in the in the way that they both are struggling a little bit to make it way to make your way through. I will say, um, could I have everybody make a just a dexterity check just to see how well you guys managed to make your way through this alleyway? I actually got okay. I got a fourteen. Oh, let's just save. Sorry, give me a sec. Oh, 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 oh. Where is? I can't read. It's for the left side, so you know you got the big numbers on the left. Oh, you no. hit that one. Oh hey. damn! Oh, so badass. No, fourteen, okay, seventeen, so... and three. <laughs> I mean, it I makes mean, it sense. sense. It makes sense. You got big armor. armor on. That's what I was saying. It makes sense because I'm wearing armor and stuff. All right, let, let me see, let me see how Athena does. Um. Okay. So she gets a twelve. Um. A, a Bree it gets an eight. <laughs> so uh, well, Brie we is, are very <laughs> limber, aren't we? We're just superior. So, yeah. All right. Mm. So um. Delilah. Alora and Athena seem to have almost no issue um, traversing through the through this alleyway in particular. However, um, Lyris, uh, Brie, and who else? Uh, <laughs> I think I think I think it's everybody else. Okay, yeah, so, Beatrix stay behind. Yeah, Beatrix stay behind. So that's everybody. So those two are kind of just like back there you hear the occasional like fuck <laughs> just kind of like tri like almost tripping um at some point wires just kind of gets like a like a scrape on his like his like i don't know his, his like his arm or something it's like damn it the piece of like fence cut him or something like that very um it's very difficult but you know nothing like you know like you go like, like you get tet like you get tetanus or something like that but, um <laughs> nothing i know a job for yeah so <laughs> no, I did not say Tetris. Luckily, um, you guys, you guys managed to wake away in what, se in what seems to be a almost two-story structure. Um, it's just okay. So it's on the ground floor. So, although we we are entering through the roof, we will need to make our way down through it, down below, to the second floor to get into like the vault. Um, now, what's interesting here is we're going to start making our way up here. So if I could have, let's see. And she, she kind of like goes in, into her, her, her pouch and kind of pulls. He's like, better be careful with these. Don't waste them. I used it. <laughs> I killed a wizard for these. And she oh, pulls out nice. and, she, and she pulls out like basically six 
vials about this big, um, about almost like two inches and pink. It's like it is like almost no like no fluid in it. It's like what you can see is it's a basically clear um, blue fluid. And she says, "Now I'm gonna need everybody to drink this." And she, um, kind of hand, she kind of hands one. She kind I've of hands already the, drunk one questionable fluid that you've given me. I'm it's not a, sure it's about the It's a potion, okay? It's a potion. Drink it. Come on, you you already okay. agreed to all this. All right, all right, all right, all right. Can I can I sniff it and see if I can yeah, tell what can, it is? Yeah, like a magic Please, can so I just can I so see if I can ascertain what it I'm is? I'm a sorcerer. Surely so, I should. Be able so to. you open it. You hear it. It's like with a little cork. It's a small <laughs> little like, and you kind of like. So if you want, you want. You said you wanted to sniff it. Um, yeah, or just do something that makes me think like, oh, this could be a blah, 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 potion. It smells like almost nothing. It smells like tap water. Um, oh, I but, hate the smell of tap water. But you get like you get like the subtle sense that it might be because um, you two are familiar with the arcane a little bit. So you guys, I mean, guys... I've got plus five in my arcana. Okay, so make if. <laughs> I'm trying to think because it's hard. It's hard to identify potions when you don't have like a label or anything. But like, I don't know. If, okay, I would say for your, who would have the most like alchemy knowledge? Do you think? Uh, I mean, I'm trying so, to think here. So I'll just say like, as Delilah, she won't have made potions, but she will have read about them. Like she was a massive bookworm, so she would have read about pretty much everything that she could get her hands on but she doesn't have the physical experience with alchemy and potions and pretty much everything in life okay so i would say at this point for what you're holding in your hand um alora you do not get this sense because you're more of like magic is a tool this is kind of like um if you wanted to understand this, you'd be like, magic is like a resource of learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, like, so you're not really as like on top of it because you're not, you don't really spend your time making potions and all that. Yeah. Um, although Delilah, you spent, I would say you spent like all your time, basically like a lot of your time spending, trying to research basically what your connection is to your magical power. So you'd have a decent amount of, so like you've, you would have delved a little bit into potions, but I can't say you'd be too, too familiar. Mm. But I would say for for what you can tell, this seems to be some sort of ab um like it, it's in the camp of abjuration, which if you guys don't know is the magic um that helps you protect yourself in some form. Okay. Um so this 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 potion would, would be able to protect you in some unknown way. Okay. You get the sense. I mean, this is just a vague guess based on what you have. Yeah. So um do you guys choose to drink it? I mean you guys yeah. see Bree Bree and just like down it basically instantly. Yeah, uh, having seen them do that, and and with my now kind of like prior knowledge telling me this is potentially an abjuration potion, um, I decide, you know what, well, fuck it. They haven't tried to kill me yet, and why would they try to kill me here? I might as well drink it. Hell yeah. Oh, okay. At this point, uh, you f- you feel your you feel kind of a more sensation in your kind of feet and hands. You kind of. It seems like something kind of like like you see like feel a source of like energy, just not like not like, like electricity or something like that. You just feel like a sort of like a burst of like energy kind of coming to your hands. You still feel like normal. You're not gonna like shoot, like shoot lightning out of your hands or something like that. But you're just gonna have like an extra like feeling of sensation that you didn't have before. And oh, yeah. um and she says, all right. So I would recommend anything you have um as far as like carrying swords, anything like that. Make sure they're either secured on your back or you're holding them. 
or you need to, you need to have both hands and both feet accessible. So if you need, like you can leave your, you can leave your staff or something in your, in this alleyway if you want, or you can strap it to your back, something like that. Uh, I don't know if I have anything to actually like, I mean, I'm getting like literal here. I don't think I have anything that I can strap it to my back with. I don't necessarily need to have my quarter staff, but it is technically my arcane focus. Um, but I have I have cast spells with my hands before, so. Athena kind of looks at you and says, "If you want, I can carry it for you." You got an extra hand she, that she, I don't she, know about. She she, she, <laughs> she basically turns her back and she sees she sees that there's like some kind of like sheath in the back of her, um, on the, her back that indicates some sort of sword, but it's empty at the moment. Okay. Um, She's like, I, I could I could fit your quarter staff in here. Her quarterstaff is very, very, very special to her. She hasn't let anybody touch it yet. Mm -hmm. It's only been Delilah. Um, so Delilah looks at it, and she... Who was it who said it? Athena or Bree? Athena. Not the funny one. The one that's been sort of <laughs> quieter. One. Yeah. Uh, Athena's the human, isn't she? It's, it's Comedy is subjective. All right, yes. Yeah, she's the human one, and she's okay. the one that's wearing armor. Um, she's more armored than Bree, um, and she's so, and they both have like the same color scheme like of... of like shiny, like silver and blue. Okay. Um, all right. So uh, Delilah looks at Athena uh, and she says, "Do not break this. If you do, I will break every bone in your body." Thank you. And then she hands it over to her to put it like uh, on her on her bag. Okay. And you see as she kind of like she takes it and she's like. Hmm, has a good weight to it. She kind of just goes, and she 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 doesn't break it, but she just starts like going and like spinning it kind of a little bit. She's like, you can like she, you do, like you make it like the. Okay, like, so seeing that <laughs> Delilah starts to get angry, uh, and her her <laughs> lips start to go black, um, she, <laughs> the veins of her body start to go black as well. Um, she is trying not to kill this woman where she stands. <laughs> and, she, and Bree's like, okay, okay, stop messing around with, with the sorcerers, all right, and the magic users, whatever. Just put it on your back. And she's like, I was just, I was just testing it out. And she's like, and she, she didn't no even hit anything. She, she was what just... that stuff means to me. And she kind of just basically and just puts it like on her back. The staff goes through her, the sheath easy, easy enough. Um, it's just, okay, so we only have a little bit of time here, Bree, um, Bree says. And she's like, so... Um, May I have one lovely volunteer up to the stage, please? And she kind of basically gestures towards the wall. Can one of you guys step up here? I'll step up. Considering I, I'm like filled with rage, I have like a, you know, like a, I have to prove myself now. <laughs> all right. All right. Dean says, uh, if you don't mind putting your hand on the wall, please. I, I do so. Your hand, when you, when you touch it to the wall, has a sort of, adhesive to it it seems but when you lift you're able to lift it off but you're but when you see it you you sense some sort of resistance to it as if gravity is has been a bit suspended in your in your favor so am i gonna go into spider-man and so do you i mean do you want to try it i kind of do all right so you put your you put your feet and your and your hands on the wall and they all stick oh, he's just and breeze like ta-da <laughs> Is like, yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> and she's like, "All right, so if I, if my lovely volunteer does not mind, he's like, I'll go ahead and go in front of you." And Bree basically just takes like a big hop, almost goes like a foot off the ground, and sticks to the wall and starts basically going like, and starts like basically starts going up. He's like, he's like, 
And she basically kind of like whispers at this point because she's already kind of higher up. She's like, all right, everybody come on up now. It's like you all have the same thing. Come on, join us. I get on the wall as well. It is awesome. Okay, so <laughs> you guys go and you guys basically crawl up the wall like Spider-Man and you guys all um, manage to make your way onto the roof. And um, you guys basically, basically like, and Brie kind of like whispers like, how is that for fun, huh? <laughs> no, all right, no, no response. I, I love it. I love it, not going to lie. All right, and she, um, and thing is like, all right, here you go. And she takes the staff, puts it, gives it back to you. I gladly take it from her. I, I sort of snatch it um, in in a way that she'll she'll feel guilty about that a little bit later. But in this moment, she's just glad to have it back in her hands. Okay, and you can see at this point, um, I will note that at this point, you you I've only seen one weapon on Athena for a person that's very well armored, and at this point, you can see Brie goes. Okay, uh, Athena, I think it's your turn to help us out. And you can see on the roof, basically, Athena whispers the word. You guys hear the word. Actually, can I have... No, no, I don't need to check for that. You guys are relatively close together. You hear Athena say, Vindicte. And as this... (laughs) Vindicte. I said dick. Guys, you hear that? You said dick. Dick day. It's Vin Dick Day, everybody. It's Vin Diesel's Dick Day. My favorite day. <laughs> um, Best day of the year. National as, holiday, actually. Oh, Sorry. Nice. And as she mutters the words of Vin Diesel's <laughs> Dick Day, um, you guys see that what seems to be... You guys look at her wrist, basically, and she kind of holds her wrist up in the air. You guys see what seems to be a, like a sort of leaf band wrapped around her hand, or her, her wrist. And you guys see as the leaf band basically goes and starts wrapping around her hand and goes and these weaves basically come to life and start forming into a full-length sword. Ooh, it's kind of trippy. And you see, and you see, and you see basically that she goes and she says, Gladius. And then basically go, and you see that the sword becomes sort of like infused with some sort of like flame on, on, on these weaves. And you can see that he basically burns a hole through the ceiling and basically kicks the um the hole down and you see like the like the shingles all fall down in into inside the building and you can see the hole like basically falls through. What? She says, she says, you what? And then you can see that the the flame starts to fade away and you can see the leaves basically start to like unravel each other and then go back to on her wrist and she kind of pulls up her wrist she kind of pulls up like her gauntlet that was basically covering that before. It's pretty badass actually. Like, I wink at her. <laughs> I lick my lips at her and wiggle my eyebrows. I I put my hand up up to my ears and I say, "Call me." Um, just quickly, dry bones. Uh, yeah, so the came went up, did it? Yeah, um, one second. I'll be right back. Now I'm the dungeon oh, master. Of all sudden, I'll be right back. The viewers are getting a slight look at what I mean. To be fair, if anyone watches me stream, they know what I look like. But you know. Now I'm the dungeon master. Like it with Fred. Ah! <gasps> oh, Fred got Fred got literally about a th- half a second of uh, screen time. Poor Fred. I love Fred. Okay. <laughs> we oh, put him second. in the washing machine. I know he did. <laughs> right. I showed that gift to my mum and she fucking cried. Carry on. 
Sorry. All right. So, uh, wait. Are you, you guys can we can continue? No pausing or anything? Oh, no pausing. No, that, that that's funny. All right. That we're still yeah, right chatting about Fred. You know. All right. We're keeping that in. All right. Cool. So anyway, so you guys basically go and you see that the shingles and this basically ceiling piece falls through the hole, and you guys can see below. It's sort of a vaguely lit room below, um, and you can see that you can see that it's it's a very like dimly lit in there, and you can see Bree says ta-da, and that's our that's our plan for getting in. Uh, we we are going to be making our way through the lower tunnels, and she's whispering all this by the way. She's not like we're in. She's not like yelling at or anything like that. Um Hack a voice. I'm in. Yeah. Basically. So you guys um go and she says, All right. So I mean, do any of you guys want to be the honors of going first or do would you like me to go? <laughs> Every time Delilah's just like, I'll go. <laughs> Every single time? I, I, I'm gonna put, yeah, pretty much. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm gonna put my hand on Delilah and be like, No, it's their plan. We're helping them here. I, the last thing I want is for you to jump in and there'd be danger. They can go first. Okay, so I was a little bit like, like, muttering under her breath, like, what is it to make sense all the time? <laughs> um, but she kind of, like, steps back and, yeah. All right, so she's, um, then Bree is going to be the one first to drop down. And well, she's going to roll a stealth check as well. 19. Not as good as my natural 21 earlier. Oh! <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You basically see Bree kind of like drops down the hole, and you can see that um, with all the shingles, she basically lands like a very like on the ground, like, like barely even, barely barely even a sound. Um, she says, "Okay, uh, do any of you guys have rope? By the way, uh, yep, I do. <clears throat> oh, thank God, I do as well, well. Lower it down the hole so the so the beefier armored people can get down." <laughs> It's only, uh, well, I've got, you, you might need to tell me, uh, DM, <laughs> the, uh, I've got one rope. How long is, is that? I want to say it's 50 foot. It, sh it should tell you that how much, how many feet it is. It does in the original rule book, but I haven't got that up right now. So like a climbing rope size. <laughs> uh, okay, here, so, uh, we're going to pause this for a minute. Then I'm not like this, but here we're going to I go would ahead. imagine it's going to be like. I'm having a like, look. Like maybe two thirds for climbing rope size. You tell, like, I swear, Charlie, you should tell you what your length is. It, it does when you are in the book. I'm actually like street. It, 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 it doesn't say it, twenty. It, when it just it, says rope, it doesn't say like it how long like it is. Fifty feet oh, is on. standard. One sec, I've got it. Uh, I've got it right here. Uh, um, has two hit points. Yeah. Okay, so it's longer than your standard climbing rope. Then. Yeah, okay, yeah. it doesn't it doesn't say it um, there, but I know where it would say it. would say it in the initial... Um, right, let me just go back to my the chat so people see it. One second, let me just bring it into a new thing. One second. I vote DM just says what the average length is and then just yeah, well, yeah, go well, with it's that. Said, it, said, it said like one length, as far as like D&D &D Beyond, is like 50, 50 feet. Okay, yeah. So um, you, that's more than enough. Just you basically go and throw it like about three feet down. And you can, so who's going to be holding it and who's going to be going down? I'll hold it. Okay. Oh, wait. So I guess someone else should hold it for me. I, I, it depends on who's going to drop down. Who's going to and Athena and Lyris are the ones that need the rope the most, I think, because of their, um, the amount of armor they're carrying. I'm gonna to turn to I'm gonna to turn to Delilah and say, Delilah, do you, do you think uh, if you and Laura hold the rope, you can lower me and Athena down? 
Uh, you should then be able to handle with Allura by yourself. And then do you want to see if you can jump down? I mean, I'm pretty sure that we had to drag several bodies a while ago back in Aspecia. And it yes. took me about two hours to drag that body. But hey, yeah, I could do this. Let's go. Yeah. Uh... If you okay, so if well, okay, so Athena and Lyris both grab a rope, grab the rope, and basically just start saying, "Ready, whenever you are." So, Delilah, can may I have you roll a strength check? Oh fuck! But this is Delilah and Alora. I have right? zero strength. I hit a ten. Okay, you struggle. <laughs> um. And you do at some point manage to like it kind of slips out of your grasp a little bit, but you very barely manage to land it, like put them both on the ground. Yeah. It does make a bit. It does make a bit more noise than Athena, or sorry, than Bree uh, made when she dropped down. Um, but she's but you guys basically the heavy armored people made it down. I'm so take a weightlifting soon. <laughs> may I have Alora and Delilah now roll stealth checks for how well okay. they how well they're going to move throughout the building. I got a stuff. 17. Okay, so you drop down. Good Damn. Yeah, boy. 20, okay. So yeah, you guys are... Wait, so actually, sorry, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but because Millie has a plus four on stealth and I have a plus one on stealth, we both technically rolled 16, but because yes. of our modifiers, she got 20. That's pretty yeah. cool, actually. We, we both got oh, 16. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's a warlock, or not warlock. Um, I'm the warlock. Yeah, no, I th the um, sorcerers use charisma. Oh, yeah, so do I. Sort of use... Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, I thought it was... Yeah. We both use charisma, I think. I think my charisma's plus six. Mine is... I don't know. Um, <laughs> plus anyway. three, I think? Anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, but, plus um, five. So, making your, making your way down, down. you guys... Um, you, you guys all make your way. <laughs> and... So can I have? I'll have Athena's going to roll herself because and um, Lyris, do you mind rolling um, for your own stealth check? Yeah. Ooh. Sixteen. Ath Athena rolls a natural twenty. Oh. It very uh, technically, Chark did as well on his advantage roll. Yeah, sixteen. Okay, so listen, all of you guys are are basically above ten, so that's a that's pretty that's pretty good first stealth. All right, so we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and start moving throughout the building. So, with that being said, you guys are going to start, begin making your way through this this structure. And luckily, um, you guys ha do have some guides with you, um, set with Athena and Bree, as they have already planned this out ahead of time. Bree, you guys look around this room. Let me. So, you, at this point in the room, you guys see the fact that this this room is. At this, like, the room is a, some sort of, like, um, as it as sounds, some sort of, like, prayer room, honestly. Like, there's some sort of, like, kind of, like, an like a weird kind of, like, altar um, to, like, the right of where you guys drop from. And there's, there's like, lit torches around all over the place. And there's kind of, like, a, a so, some sort of, like, like, some, some stools are sitting around, like, all over the place. As if this is some sort of, like, either, like, ritual or prayer room for um, the pop, like, these soldiers. Um... And at this point, at this point, you guys are going to begin making way. Bree basically says and goes, okay, well, this is their prayer room, I think, to the White Mother. I think uh, someone may know more about this that's not me. Hmm. All right, awesome. 
And she basically says, all right, come on, follow me. So what's the marching order at this point? Uh, it'd probably be similar to how we came down, I guess. So uh, presumably we're leaving Bree and Athena at the front. Um, I'll probably be right behind them as I was the next come down, presumably followed by Delilah and Laura. Or Laura, Laura and Delilah. Yeah, so I would technically I would be at the back because I was holding the rope for Laura to go down, and then I I, I don't really know how I got down. Did I like did I drop down or? What yeah, happened? you but you just drop down. Oh, okay. Because right. I mean you're of the you're of the lighter side of humans, so <laughs> you can basically just drop down and not make too much noise. Okay. Yeah, I'd I'd probably be at, at the back. Uh, like I'd I'd be keeping my eyes on. Uh, I suppose I would want to be sticking close to Alora because I know that she was close to me, obviously, when I dropped down. Um, but I would want to be keeping an eye on, on Lyris as well to make sure that he's safe and a, a wary eye on the other two. Keeping okay. an eye on my booty. Always. <laughs> All right, so, from, so, from what I, so what I got here is I have Athena and Bree, um, shoulder to shoulder, basically. Then I'm going to have Lyris and then Alora and Delilah. Okay, cool. So, continuing your way through, you guys are going to see like what seems to break broke break open into an open hallway. And Bree at this point says, "Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and try and scout ahead uh and just see what we got what we got dealing with over here. Um I'm trying to think how I can communicate to you. Um winking. Sorry. Licking so, your lips at me. Like, like, okay, I'll just I'll just I'll, I'll, I'll go and, I'll just go and come back the old the old fashioned way." All right. Cool. Uh, all right, and she basically goes, and after a few minutes, she basically comes back and says, "Okay, so there's two guards patrolling around the hallways every every few minutes. They they make a round. So if we can make our way stealthily through this, we should have no issue going downstairs." I'd rather okay. I'd rather stick to stealth. We uh we don't want to risk any alarms being raised. Okay, so I'm not going to make you guys re-roll your stealth checks because you guys already rolled them. So you guys basically go and you see like these, the basically wood-lined um, hallway. It's kind of like, you know how usually like um, wood is like meticulously like just cut and like in like, these planks and very, it's very like neat. Not, not in Brolcog and Allure, you know this firsthand. It's, it's very much like whatever kind of fits, fits. There's a lot of like cracks and gaps in the floor. Mm -hmm. Um and just basically whatever wood they can find, they just could just put to put on the floor. It's very like it kind of like in shambles they put together. Architecture is not a focus. And so you guys like that being said, you guys have to like watch out for like creaky boards and stuff like that. But you guys relatively make your way through without like you know putting like a few foot falling through the ceiling or something like that. Um, you guys made managed to make your way through at least enough to to get to a point where like you're about to go down the stairs. Okay. So as you guys are going down the stairs, um, Bree basically says, okay, so whenever we go down the stairs, this, the, the vault room or whatever you want to call it is going to be to our right side. So what we're going to do is we're going to try and see, like the vault is one of the hardest places to get into. With the, um, they, they use pretty solid metal to get through it, so we can't just do what we did before. I, um, the blade isn't, isn't strong enough to cut through solid, solid metal. So... What we're going to have to do is, I think, I mean, anybody, I, what I'm thinking is there's going to be guards coming around so we can't exactly open, just open the vault. Uh, do you guys have any suggestions before, unless we want to just try and actually just open the thing? 
not think of this before we came in? I thought you said you had a plan. I did, but I didn't, ex I didn't expect some guards to be patrolling as well. Sorry, ignore the thing that I just sent. Uh, I, I tried like, no. to, I'm sorry, I, I, I tried to like open up my spells so that I could take a look at them, but none of them seemed to, it, it, it just put it straight into the chat, I'm sorry. They're seeming to be moving weapons currently from this the vault outside of it, so they're 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 busy. Right right now, they're making like trips out, like outside, back and inside it to the vault and back. So if we can, I'm trying to figure. Oh, how should I? How should we be able to get through this? Okay, so what I think we could do is I think we could go in and we can try and. I have these, and she pulls up like a basically a couple of like what seem like just mini like orbs. And she's like, "These are smoke pellets. They they will give us they'll give us a bit, a bit of time if if we get caught by some of them." Well, if they're moving if they're moving stuff from the vault, like, does that mean they're going to be opening it themselves? I mean, is there any way that we could potentially you know hide and when they open it, then either sneak in or take out the guards or you know I don't want to hurt them, I don't want to kill them, but uh, you know interrupt them whilst they're opening it and make our way in that way. We could go and probably take them out for, because it seems like there's two guards manning the actual door. So we could probably go in, take them both out at once, kind of like a d dual takedown kind of thing. I could do a distraction. I mean, I've got what, two ways to do a distraction. What's the chances that those guards will have a key or something on them? The, the vault Pretty door is basically high open. If they the need to get the in there. Yeah, they have, they'll have the key on them, but the vault door is basically open at this point. Okay, so we just need to we just need to somehow distract or remove them from the situation we're in, right? Yes, I just sorry, I didn't I didn't expect this at this point to for them to be moving. Okay, out. I can I can make a distraction. Wait, what okay. are you thinking, Delilah? I know a spell that could buy us a little bit of time. Go on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Essentially, I create three duplicates of myself, and they could create havoc, run, distract them, get them away from the vault door. If at least one of them leaves, then perhaps I can, or one of us can, knock out the other, and and we can enter. My only issue with that is what if we, what if that guard then uh, trips an alarm or calls for others. Um, it's all well and good getting away from the door, but if if well, they not then call for others. Well, I do also have an invisibility spell that could potentially get me in, but again, it depends on what kind of alarm or traps I could be. We'd have to, I don't know, check to see. They, their traps are very limited in in the vault. It's it's very mainly just barracks. If we, if we're able to have if the door is open and we're able to take out the guards, we basically have access to the weapons. So, okay. So, what I think you should do is, I think, do make a distraction, make them, make yourself go, appear on both sides of this of the hallway. Because basically, what you guys, you guys are going to walk down the stairs. There's going to be like a room to your right, but it's not going to have the door open. It's just a, a wall of one of the rooms. You guys are going to come to like a, basically a cross section of a of a hallway, and then if you make yourself appear at the cross section, and then across down the way in the hallway, you can make them both see each other, and then we can go in and we can go take them both out probably. Okay. What, uh, what she said. Okay. So, all right. So, do you do you think you could do that, uh, wizard? Sorry, what did he just say? 
Wizard. Wizard. Okay, for some reason I heard you say lizard, and I was like, what no, the fuck? No, 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 wizard. wizard. <laughs> I was like, who are you talking to? Okay, so, um, go ahead. I'll, I'll okay. you guys. Uh, all right, I cast Mirror Image, which I will read out for the purpose of the podcast. Three illusory duplicates of yourself appear in your space. Until the spell ends, the duplicates move with you and mimic your actions, shifting position so it's impossible to track which image is real. You can use your action to dismiss the duplicates. Each time a creature targets you with an attack during the spell's duration, roll a d20 to determine whether the attack instead targets one of your duplicates. <clears throat> if you have three, you must roll a six or higher to change the target to a duplicate. With two, you must roll an eight or higher. With one, you must roll an 11 or higher. And that's, you know, kind of... A, a duplicate can be destroyed only by an attack that hits it. It ignores all over damage and effects. The spell ends when all three duplicates are destroyed. A creature is unaffected by the spell if it can't see, if it relies on senses other than sight, such as blind sight, or if it can perceive illusions as false, as with true sight. And the spell save is DC... 13. Okay. So you go, and how do you want to cast this spell? Because it is, um, yeah, so you, I believe you have to say like some like whisper, some arcane words. How do you want to summon the spell as well? Like what do you um, do to cast a spell? So the spell itself, like as I'm looking through the, uh, you know, the, the, the depiction of the spell, it doesn't give me any words to say. Um, it does say that it uh, you goes can use on your own. for a minute. It goes on for an entire minute. Um, so uh, it also doesn't say that it's a verbal spell, I think. Or actually, it does say it's a verbal spell. Yeah, component's verbal. So. Oh, shit. You just, I mean, you, you can just say your own words. I don't whatever know. You, whatever uh, I'll, you... just, I'll just say whatever's Latin for invisible. Okay. All right, <laughs> I cool. don't know what that is, but right, I, so say you... it, I say invisible in Latin. <laughs> okay. And Catches. I kind of wave my hand over in front of my face. Okay, and then as you as you begin to cast, you begin you begin to see two um, illusionatory images um, appear on both sides of the hallway as as planned from earlier. And oh, each of these guards are going to roll a spell save DC of thirteen. Uh, let's see. Let me see. Uh, okay, so let me just see what duplicates AC plus your next modifier. Um. That's that's if they target you though. That's only if they attack. Okay. Yeah, so, it can only be so, destroyed by an attack. Okay, so I guess they they automatically believe you. They don't have to roll for, to, to I guess against it. Not not oh, to like. Sorry. Yeah, not but but the way I read to believe, it to believe it to believe it it's you so, basically. Yeah, yeah, I think so. The 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 spell doesn't say anything else about it. Okay, so you basically have both of the guards. They're like, what 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 the hell? Do you hear that? And the other one's like here i also i see you see it and he's like and they're the exact same person can i can i say that they giggle like in a really yeah. creepy kind they, of they, they, they twin your... way you know like those creepy little girls that you see with like <laughs> like they copy whatever you do Rhea. yeah yeah okay, they copy so whatever you do. yeah well then i from my from my hidden place i i, I giggle and i go <laughs> and then i i kind of i don't know i guess i i make them run off yeah in a way. You, hear, you hear Bree kind of say, "Make them come towards your illusion, so that they can come and so that we can come and jump them at the same time." Do you think you can do that? 
I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Do you make them come to your illusion so we can take them out at the same time. I'll try my best. Shall I go for creepy or seductive? <laughs> I can oh, do both. Seductive. Laura, what do you uh, you want? Seductive. Yeah, I right. want seductive. <laughs> Always. All right. So, um, I I make my dupe. Uh, this is rated eighteen, by the way. Okay, gotcha. uh, <laughs> um, I I make my duplicates kind of gl glide their hand over, over <laughs> their neck, you know, down their throat, down down to their cleavage, uh, lift lift okay. their skirts a little bit, and you know, wink and uh, a, a light lick of the lips. Okay, uh, so if you make a make them. a persuasion check, <laughs> you make one persuasion check. Killed Millie. <laughs> All right, persuasion. Oh, mate, I hit a 21. You see, the, they look pretty confused. Uh, and they, but they both kind of like head towards one of your duplicates on the left side. So they, so they, both, they both start walking towards the one on, on, on the left side. And Breeze, okay, this is our chance. Come on, we got to go take him out. Is anyone, do you want to help me? Uh, anybody here? Or do you want, me and Athena can take it. I'm I'm going on the assumption that I sort of have to not it doesn't say that I have to concentrate, but the fact that they mimic what I do, I'm going to go on the assumption that Delilah has to stay where she is and yes. sort of, you know, make the actions so that they can, you know, fool them properly. Um so Delilah will not be going in. Okay. Here. Uh, me and Athena will just go in. Here, we're we're gonna roll for um we're gonna do like a melee attack against them to knock them out. Oh yeah. Okay, here, so we're going to roll to hit them. Natural one and 18. So, um, for one of them, um, you can see Athena runs over and basically knocks out one of the guards. The other one, Bree goes and she, she goes to land a, she goes to like land a punch on, on his face. Um, it goes too wide and misses. <laughs> and he and basically you can see, Oh shit! And you can, the guards like, what the? So, what do you guys want to do? Uh, what did he say? Sorry. He said, "What the?" Like, like he saw he saw her because he tried to she tried to swing at him and missed. Um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Charlie. Were you were you going to no, say something? No, go on. Okay. Um. I am going to try and distract him with... So, uh, being that my mimics, my duplicates, mimic what I do, um, I'm going to be operating on the thought... This doesn't necessarily have to happen. Uh, on the thought that he will be distracted by the image that he sees before him. Uh, and my intention is that my duplicates seem to be casting a spell on him, but then yeah. I cast a spell on him from an unknown location you know okay yes given that like he'd, he'd be looking at that that duplicate rather than where i am yep okay so um i'm gonna be casting eldritch blast uh he just shoots through another wall <laughs> um, uh i am sorry i'm actually <laughs> i realize like, i want to be casting a spell but i don't know which spell i'm going to cast um 
Um, okay, I'm going to be casting Ray of Frost, which I think okay, is Okay, so, so, you, so you drop the illusion and you're going to cast Ray of Frost? Yes, indeed. Okay, so um, go ahead and roll a hit. Okay. Um, it doesn't specify what I need to roll to hit, so what mm -hmm. is it, a 1d20 to see whether I hit it and then whatever the damage is? Because, again, sorry, this is the first time I've actually... Okay, so I would say for this one, roll d20, um, add your add your spellcasting bonus. Oh, I got an actual one. Oh! My spell attack bonus is five. So it's six, six, but you still you roll the natural one, you miss. I'm yeah, sorry. Fuck. All right, so you see this, the illusion drops, and then you shoot like a ray of frost. The ray of frost goes and hits the wall next to you. Shit. So it's everything start, it's starting to go a bit wrong. Shit. Alurus, Alor, did you want to do anything? Alora, save us. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, seeing that things are going a little bit south quickly, um, I'm going to run down the the stairs that i'm presumably i presumably i'm still at the top of the stairs where um the line yeah, was yeah, you, mm -hmm. uh, i'm gonna run down the stairs and you know i'll kind of talk through the incentive of what lyris is thinking you know i don't really wish to do that much harm to these soldiers at the end of the day they you know they are actually the defending soldiers here you know they're not the um they're not the Stillfist legion they're you know they're they're um from the ashen lands I don't really want to hurt them, but at the same time, obviously, I'm aware that the last thing I want them to do is uh, break the alarm. So my intention here is not to kill them, but to essentially knock them out. I'm going to essentially just run down the stairs. Um, and with my shield, uh, the one that... Um, was it was it, uh, was it Athena or was it um, Bree that uh, got the natural hit? There's the natural breeze, the one that breeze, the one that missed. Okay, so whichever whichever one Bree missed, whichever one clearly hasn't taken a hit, um, I'm literally just going to charge and bat shield bash him with my shield against the wall with the intention of hopefully just knocking him the frick out. All right, so try and roll the hit then. Uh, and then add and then add your strength. I was going to say yeah, because obviously I can't. I don't have my shield as like a, an actual thing. So you want me to roll a d20? Yeah. Add a d20. Add your strength bonus. Wow, what's the chances of another no, natural no, no, one? And he got another natural one. No, you got a percentage save. You did a percentage save, did not you... a d20. Uh... Roll, okay, roll, roll d20. I thought that it says d20, though. It oh. says d20 exclamation mark p. That's a percentage save. Yeah, that was. Uh... All right, so go ahead and roll, roll d20. Oh, my God. I, still three. <laughs> with, with my strength uh... at six. <laughs> okay, that's a nine. So you, no, that's you a go six. three you plus six, he said. No, as in go... three plus three, so six. Oh. You go and you, you charge him with your shield. He si basically sidestep out of the way and you run into the wall <laughs> by yourself. Oh, oh no. Um, Do you guys but, uh, need Alora? <laughs> yeah, I think I at this point, Alora. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you're the last one to go. I'm, okay, at this point, I, th I think Athena would just be able to. <laughs> <laughs> a two! A two! <laughs> she missed! <laughs> Alright, Alora, what do you want to do? There's one person. Uh, There's one person, and he's yeah. being swung at like by 50 people. So we're, well, I was just ran into a wall. I wonder if I'm going to cast Firebolt. 
I mean, you want you want to just kill you want to just kill you want to kill a cast fireball. You want to kill his ass. I could I could do that. I could do a dagger. Depend what we feel in dagger. Quickly, you don't got any more spells. Quickly, quick, quick, quick. I've got I've got doesn't seem to be quick. That makes me mad. Quick. I'm gonna fireball. Fuck it. All right. Natural twenty. That makes up for a double negative. Natural twenty. A twenty-six. Okay. Uh, so literally showing us how it's done. All right. So roll, roll a roll your damage dice. It tells you to roll. What? Okay. Okay. So wait. So like, what was uh, what were your uh, like? What dice did you have to roll to get that number? Did you like roll like what's like what does it say like what dice damage dice to use? It just usually I just click on the fireball thing and it does that for me. Um, okay, so I would say, it seems like you rolled a three, so times that by two, that's six. So you rolled sixteen, I think. Or no, I, I think it might would it be. It just says three plus ten, so I think it's just it's worked the out base, for us. Because we, we, what we do is we're we're going to double the dice, but then keep the modifier. Ah, uh, okay. So that's that's because you should roll the natural twenty. So, um. I mean, don't I just straight up kill this guy? <laughs> uh, uh, you're getting close to it. Getting close. Actually, sixteen. <laughs> oh, you kill him. So yeah, so you basically just you all you all you really do is you gingerly basically just walk down the stairs and then you go and you just vaporize him basically. And you, you basically you basically fire a firebolt at him and you hit him in the middle of the chest and he just falls down basically. I'm just so cool. <laughs> what happened to his? What happened to his mate that Athena got? Did he get knocked out? Or did he get killed? Oh, he got knocked out. You know, he got knocked out. You killed one and you knocked out one. Okay. He's like, all right, but Bree's like, uh, okay. All right, all right, cool. Okay. Once again, didn't mean for this to happen. They were mo moving shit uh, to different vaults and stuff. It's it's whatever. The different, like, they're moving it outside to the war. Anyway, move these bodies. Bring them over towards the stairs. All we need to do is we need to get over there and get out. Come on. Alora's like, kind of scowling at her because she's, like, kind of annoyed that she could have gotten, like... Brie could have gotten her friends killed, and she had to step in and do something. She's kind of, she's not in her mood. She's angry. I've never seen this one. I've never seen this like one meme though. It's like twenty twenty is gonna have to stop being bad, or I'm gonna have to get involved. And he's like, well, you get involved. He's like, I will get involved. <laughs> and that's, that's what I imagine. Laura, don't make me get involved. Yeah. Um, she's like, come on, let's get this over and done with. Let's drag these bodies. Yeah, Lyris uh, drags the the dead body. Um, I'm actually going to drag him into the vault uh, and tuck him behind the, the vault door, like, you know, out of sight. You know, there's there's no way that we can drag the bodies out of the actual place itself. Like, you know, what we're going to do is throw it up the lift place we came through. Um, you know, Lyris' Lyra first instinct is to uh, take, you know, take the body that we've uh, killed and kind of drag him into and behind the vault a little bit hidden away for now. Okay. So, yeah, you, you managed to just kind of tuck him inside the vault. Well, <laughs> surprise for later, I guess um so this vault i would i would let you guys know it's a steel door basically and it's reinforced with a key so um and you guys managed to find the key on the on the guards um so you're able to lock the vault from the inside like you're able to, able to lock the vault and you can get like in and out basically as you please all right well we're like we're gonna we're gonna move both bodies inside um and then i'm, I'm gonna turn to Brie and athena Okay, what is it you want from in here, and what's your escape plan? This is already turning more south than it needs to be. We need to get out of here ASAP. Yeah, easy, easy enough. He's like, just here, just go ahead. End of the vault. Come on, and then close the door. 
I presume we've done that. Yeah, we're going to yeah enter the vault, drag the two bodies in, close it behind us, lock it for the time being. Okay, so looking around in, the, in this vault, you see that it is a shambled together put type of... Let's see, it's a, it's a sort of like metal type vault. And you can see, looking around, that a lot of these... Like, they have a lot of cabinets, and, and there's sort of like chests and everything. There's multiple of these. I would say there's about three chests and three cabinets in themselves. Opening the cabinets, you find all sorts of short, short swords, axes, and everything... But what the, what the real interesting thing is when you open the chests, you see a bunch of potions, and you can see a you can see a bunch of di- uh, potions of different colors, different shaped bottles, and of all kinds. I would say there's about eight in total. It's not yeah, like it's my IRL jam. It's not like it's not like twenty like per per crate. It's like it's more like just eight total. Opening all the chests and looking for for all the potions. <laughs> So um, I would for these potions, um, there are two that have what what seemed to be. So, so there's some like there's some like what are, sort of see like pebbles in there, and they have like kind of like a murky grayish water. There's two of them that have that. Um, there is one that seems to be almost like. I don't know how to describe it. It's, it's kind of like wispy, like some kind of like wispy liquid in a bottle. It's like mm. clear or whatever. And it seems to have some sort of like wispy liquid in there. That's one, there's another one. Um, there's one that is dark, dark, dark red. Um, there, there is one that is. Hmm. One has a two, one has a, what looks like some sort of like fang in, in it. And it is surrounded by an or, orange liquid. And you, there are there is another another two that has a let's see, <laughs> I would say it has a a couple fingernails in it actually, Bruh. like literally just fingernails in it. That's grace. And is and is in sort of this like green substance. And they, they, these are all potions or vials to be identified at a later date. Um, Bree basically looks at looks at you guys and says, "Go ahead and nab those." All of them? All of them. Here, go. He's, he's, he's like, here, we're not here for this. And he, she goes and she goes over to like what seems to be like something in the corner. And she basically goes and she kind of. She, she goes over and she goes to this like thing. And while well, she's like, time to see if this orc was telling, telling the truth when he was telling us the archives of, the, of this base. And he was like, he was like, she's like going up to like putting her ear on the wall. And she goes, she, she does like a. Like, you know, she makes like a, like hitting, hitting the wall a little bit, tapping. And he, she kind of hears like a, like you kind of see, like she says, ah, here it is. And then she basically takes a knife and she jabs it inside the wall and pulls the dagger back, revealing like a small compartment about like this big. It's about like literally almost a foot by foot. It's a very small compartment and it's, it's not very like deep. It's the cell itself is not very deep either. So it can't really hold that much. And you see her kind of pull out this, what seems to be like this, like kind of like glowing, blue sort of gem and you can see her basically say all right and she but you guys um you can't really see it that well um but but you guys just kind of notice her like put it in in her bag quickly all right that's uh, the potions are maybe what we came for it's time to go all right well grab what you can guys and let's get out of here as far as i'm concerned the quicker we can get out the better 
Okay. Um, as Delilah kind of grabs the, um, uh, as she as she grabs the potion, she's kind of looking at them in interest because obviously, like, she was like uh, looking at the abjuration potion before. And she's like, "What is this?" Um, <laughs> yes. So, so as she's looking at these potions, like she she's I I don't have to roll anything for this, but like she she's expressing an interest in them, thinking like, "Oh, what could this be? You know, what what could it do? What kind of ingredients could it have?" Hmm. Yeah, so you definitely are very entranced by the bottles of all kinds of variety and with, with all kinds of stuff floating inside them as well. Um, these potions seem to be brewed um, more like for what you can tell from the, for the war as well. And at this point, um, you guys are going to o- open the vault door and, and start making your way out, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So um, making, you, making your way out of the vault... Um, can I have everybody roll a stealth check on your way out? Make my way Here we go. <laughs> Nine. Uh, stealth. Six. It helps him. Yeah, for... Wow, we are a lot less stealthy when we have a mass of glass bottles in our inventory. Kind of makes sense. Uh, Athena rolls a twenty, and uh, Bree rolls Bree rolls a twelve. What the fuck? Just saying now, I've rolled five in real life dice just for a bit of fun. Not a single one over eight. <laughs> All right, awesome. So you can move, kind of like moving forward. You guys have encountered some issues upon like just like keeping your kind of keeping your balance, avoiding the squeaky floorboards. There's a lot of like it, there's a lot of issues coming upon over that over that specific moment, and. Uh, on your way out, basically to like the way, from, like the roof that you guys basically entered from, um, you guys are like going back where you came from. You guys start making your way up the stairs, and you guys can see that Lyris, um, Lyris, when he's making his Lyris, when he is started starting to walk through the hallway where you guys first came out of the initial room, you guys can see that Lyris, um is noticed by um, a couple to those two guards that are passing around. Right. All right. And they're just like, hey, what are you doing here? And with like that, can I roll initiative? Oh. Bollocks. Oh, come oh. on. My rolls are shit today. <laughs> mine, too, mine too, don't worry. I'm, I'm back. I usually get a little Sorry, I'll roll initiative. <laughs> Where is initiative again? Frick! There it is. Honey's oh. <laughs> getting all the good rolls. Natural 20 again? <laughs> Sounds about right. Allure is badass. <laughs> this, honestly, this reminds me of like. A, a, a little bit of like our, our or from our previous campaign story where I was getting like natural 20s and, tw- and 20s and, and uh, 19s and 18s and stuff and I was so fucking badass but before that I couldn't hit shit dude I don't I just I don't know man I don't know what's going on but I oh, bet you're in the fight I'm gonna get really bad rolls <laughs> probably <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and roll initiative for um, Athena and Bree. Athena and Bree, uh, for those on the YouTube, are this is going to be Athena and this is going to be Bree. So um, the um, they're they those two are the probably the closest ones to the guards right now. Although Lyrish was the one that set it off, and he's in the middle of everybody, along with um, Delilah and then um, Aurora at the back of the group. 
um, making their way back, and the two expo markers are going to be your, the door into the into the room, and this is going to be the hallway they're walking down. Um, Makes I'm sense. So sorry, can you can you point out Brie and Athena for me again? Uh, this is going to be Athena. This yep. is going to be Brie. Okay, thank you. Sorry, I had the camera a little bit small done, so I couldn't really see. Thank you. Yep. All right, and they're going to roll um, double elevens for both of them. So um, <laughs> I think I believe uh, Brie ha Bri has a one plus one to her initiative, so she's going to go ahead of Athena. So that being said, um, who has twenty five to twenty? Okay, bunny, bunny, twenty to fifty. Bunny, 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 bunny does. does. But oh, 22. 22, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I, did my mic cut out? Did I do not hear me saying that? Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so, uh, Alora, you're going to go first, and then, okay, so 20, 20 through 15. I did. I got 19. Okay. And then uh, 15, through, 15 through 10. Okay, so that's going to be um, Athena and then Bree. Or no, Bree, they're sorry, Bree and then Athena. My bad. Um, and then I assume Lyris, Lyris, you're going last. Yeah, I got four. Okay. So, Alora, you you lead the round. You're going to you're going to be this dice right here, the orange one, and you are the farthest away from the guards. I don't want to use fireball, but <laughs> have you not got any other spells? You're like level three now. Aren't I you? do. I have I have chill touch. I have fireball. Thunderwave, Burning Hands. That might see that. That sounds like two of them where you have to be close to them and touch them. I don't know about Thunderwave, thunder wave, but thunder wave, thunder yeah, wave. but also Thunderwave. You have to think about whether it's going to hit us. You could always uh, okay. I, you I, can I, move. I, I won't dictate what she should what she could do. I mean, I'm looking at the distance. How how far would you say that I am from them? You are 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 40. 50 feet away from them? Yeah, okay, so I can't use half of my spells. You can move. <laughs> like, you can move up to 30 feet per turn. Well, depending I mean, on your speed. Uh, I'm just... Uh, sorry, I'm just gonna... For now, I'm gonna do Firebolt because it's my longest range, but then I'm actually gonna have a look at the other spells as well because I don't want to be like, <laughs> oh, I'll use this and I don't even know what it does and I don't want to take up too much time by reading it. Okay. Um, That's a good point. I should do that. All right, so go ahead and you go ahead and cast Fireball. This is our first combat since we leveled up, so yeah, go ahead. So go ahead and roll a hit. Oh, ten. Ten. Uh, does not, Sally does not hit them. Yeah, that's so good. So you fire a Firebolt at um one of the guards, and and then they manage to duck out of the way, and it hits it hits the side, and they're going to charge at you, you uh, all of you guys next turn. So with that being said, I believe it is. Um, unless you want, do you want to do anything else this turn, or you still have your bonus action and such? Uh, I think I'm okay for now. Okay, Delilah, you're up. Then you are the second farthest away from them. Okay. Um. So I am. <laughs> surprise, surprise! I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll put it in there just so that like everybody on the YouTube can see it. Um, I'm going to be aiming for the person on the left, so I'm actually going to move just slightly. I'm going to move diagonal up, so sort of like to my 10 o'clock. Yeah, like there. Uh, and I'm going to be aiming for the person, uh, the enemy closest to me on the left. Okay, cool. So go ahead. So, yeah. Would you roll to hit? Uh, I got 17 to hit. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. I got a seven. All right, seven points of damage. Okay, yeah. 
that, that so he you, you shoot off an eldritch blast of force damage and it goes and it impacts the guard right on right on, like right in the chest and you can see it kind of like it knocks him it sort of like knocks him back a little bit and you can see it started to like it started to burn into his his sort of leather armor a little bit oh yeah um i'll also just say that like at this point like it's just the very start of the battle so delilah's you know features have not turned black just yet but they're like they're start, slowly starting to darken a little bit okay i believe up next is going to be brie and brie is going to pull out the bow and arrow that's been on her back for the longest time and she is going to um go ahead and fire an arrow at the one on the left so i'll try and finish him off she rolls a 17 with um and she she does manage to hit him and so to roll to hit him she's going to roll this one she does 16 points of damage and so as you guys see the um the the arrow she fires goes and impacts him and hits him basically in like like in his shoulder and as you guys see that hit basically he basically falls to his knees and he's gone. F. Yeah. So that's that's the first guard basically down. And next is going to be Athena. And Athena is going to let's see what she can she do. Hmm. Hmm. Ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five. Okay, so she can she can just make it there. I thought that's me. And when she that's oh yeah, okay, sorry, my bad. Uh, she's going to be over here, and she's going to make that. And she is going to roll to hit um, with her greatsword. Um, okay, and she rolls a 17, which also hits. And that is going to be... <clears throat> six damage. And so he, she, he, you can see that as the as she basically gears up and she goes and she hits him in the side of the arm uh, right as he was going to go and start to take a lunge at her she she takes a a good decent amount of damage out of his out of his left arm and he he cries out in pain as as he, and as well as he sees he's, he's quickly being overwhelmed okay and that's weirs that leaves it to your turn um cool uh. Seeing that one of them's already dead, and that uh, one of them is injured, what shall I do? What shall I do? Ooh, uh... I'm going because they haven't actually attacked. They haven't had their turns, yet, have they? No, they haven't. Uh, okay, so yeah, so all the, at this point in time, they've just literally just found us. Um, yeah, so, they they roll the three for initiative. Fair play. So what I'm gonna do is, uh, have I got enough distance to be able to literally get beside them, like between between him and Athena? Uh, well, how much movement do you have? Uh, my speed is thirty. Is that is that thirty feet per turn? You can get here. You won't be able to hit them. I can get like just behind Athena. You can get just behind Athena, but you won't. You're not in melee range of. I mean, five feet. I, okay, I believe fine. it is not ten. So yeah. what I'm going to do is, um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm there. So I, I mean, he's within ten feet of me now. Yeah. Yeah, he he is. Yeah, he's ten feet away from you. Okay. Uh, so what I'm going to do is, 
use okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna use my channel affinity um okay so i'm going to invoke the primeval forces of uh to ensnare a foe as an action i'm going to use my spe uh, spectral vines to spring up and reach for a creature within 10 feet uh that i can see which will be obviously this enemy um the creature would must succeed on a strength or dexterity savings throughout its choice or be restrained uh whilst restrained the vines will uh they basically have to repeat the saving throw at the end of each of its turns and on success it okay. will free itself um in terms of what the set yeah i don't know what the saving throw is it doesn't really make it doesn't say what you'd need to reach it doesn't give you a dc uh unless let me look no it just says uh the must see a strength or dexterity saving throw um it doesn't say anything let me check here here i'll let me go let me go grab something real quick it's my channel divinity. It's not a. It's not a separate spell. It's a divinity. All right. So you said the spell is channel divinity. Channel divinity. Nature's wrath. Okay. So I'll I'll find it real quick. One moment. I mean, we can just say dead in the middle if you want and say 10. Okay, um, so so yeah, so we'll say, well, I mean, yeah, I, I can't, it's hard to really find that right now, but we'll need to find that later. So I would say usually the average DC is around 13, so we can give you that. That's fine. He rolls an 18. Damn. And so he manages, all, he, so you see, you begin to see Lyris, um, so Lyris, how do you want to cast a spell when you, like, when you do it? Um... No, uh, I guess I just kind of, I, I have no idea if I'm honest, I'm really, I'm, my mind's blank right now. Okay, so uh, we'll, we'll say you're, you managed to go ahead and kind of like channel the energy like through your sword essentially, and you begin to, you begin to like say some, um, some holy words as well as, as do some, some movements with your sword and you, and you, as you strike your sword to the ground, Vines come up from from up the up the ground and start to seize this the orc um, soldier, but he's able to he's able to dodge out of the way and resist your um, the vines that come and grab him. That work? Yeah, that works. Okay, so uh, back to the top of the round. Aurora is your turn again. Okay. Or oh, sorry, no, no, sorry, it's the guard's turn. My bad. <laughs> that is going to be. Hey, he's going. He's going to jab at you with a short sword, and he's going to roll a nine for Athena, which does not hit. And he can't really do anything else. So yes, Alora, it's it is your turn now. Okay, I kind of want to try something different. Okay. I have a spell called Burning Hands. Yes. I don't really know what it does. <laughs> I've been trying to figure it out. It says that it's like that. Like my target is myself. So what what you do is I believe you you go over and it makes a, it creates like a cone type of thing, and what it does is you any any creature within the within the cone radius that the burning hands does they have to make a certain saving throw to avoid taking damage. Okay, uh, and let me have a look at the the the, 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 the range. 
that like okay so i have to be in at least 15 foot of them yes 15 foot cone can i can i get that can i get 15 foot like to them is that okay yes so what's so yeah how how much how much movement do you have what's your speed Uh, top right when you're in your core 30 30 15 20 25 30 you can get you can get to as, as far as here and you will be yes they you will actually yeah he's just sorry he's just outside of your cone no. for that he is yes. tw- he's 20 he's 20 feet away well guess he's using firebolt again guys <laughs> <laughs> fuck's fair. sake fair enough I stab him with a dagger you guys want that <laughs> I mean, you, you, you can't have, stab me. You, 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 you have to maybe th- you have to like throw it. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll just we'll snipe him. Okay. Yeah. Just go and snipe him. <laughs> no, we won't snipe him. Oh. You roll the ten. You roll the ten. Okay. Yeah. So you did not manage to hit him. Oh my god. All right. So, um, you managed to tr- shoot a firebolt, and the, the firebolt manages to go and hits hits the um the other side of the wall this time. Yay. <laughs> Awesome. So, uh, is that going to be the end of your turn? Yes. <laughs> All right, so Delilah, your turn. Okay, um, so from where they are, that, 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 that final person. Yes. Um, okay, so they are within 60 feet, aren't they? Yes. Okay. I would like to... Can I move forwards one, two, three, four spaces? Will I still be able to use a spell if I do that? Yeah. Cool. Okay, I would like to try Ray of Frost again because I haven't hit it yet. So I would like to see it happen. I gotcha. All right, so go ahead and roll the hit. I got a 16. That hits. Go ahead and roll for damage. Okay, so I'll just say now, so uh, the description of Rare Frost for those in the podcast, a frigid beam of blue-white light streaks toward a creature within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, it takes 1d8 cold damage, and its speed is reduced by 10 feet until the start of your next turn. Okay, so I will now How do you want to cast this spell? Um, okay, so well, first of all, I hit a 7. Okay. Um, so I do have my quarter staff with me. So what I would like to do is, um, it's a little bit hard to describe, I suppose, but I would like to bring uh, bring my, uh, I, I'll hold my quarter staff in my right hand. I will be clenching my left hand into a fist and I will bring both hands in towards me and shoot kind of my left hand and then my quarter staff out like you know straight arms out in front of me and and the spell will kind of it will originate mostly from my quarter staff but there'll be like some additional energy coming from my left hand awesome and as you managed to do that you you managed to go and um you managed to blast him right in his like right in his i would say like his maybe like his hip area and as you you kind of you all and it kind of disables him and kind of like freeze locks him up for a little bit. He's looking hurt, but he's not down. He's not down yet. Damn. I believe now it is going to be um, Athena's turn again, and so she's going to take another hit. Uh, hit with her great sword. She that's an eighteen. She hits, and so that's going and that's going to be a. Oh goodness, um, tw- twelve points of damage. 
and she goes and she slashes um this orc soldier in, like through the, like through the chest and basically just like stab basically just stabs him through the chest and he he falls over and dies f Paul. and you guys managed to finish the round quickly enough that you guys um there are no reinforcements that that are coming yet if they are they're on their way Run. And like that, I believe combat is over. Run. All right, uh, so I'm going to go ahead and go back to my original station. I'll be, I'll be back in just a second. Okay. All right, so as you manage to clear up um, those two guards, you can sense that there are probably more coming, uh, just assuming that more probably coming as reinforcements of, of all the commotion. So Bree's like, oh, shit, come on, we got to go. We got to go now. And so she, um, you guys may, like, basically sprint into the room. Everything seems kind of... Honestly, pretty normal uh, compared to what you've just been through, and you see the you see the hole and everything like shim- shingles still a mess on the floor, and you it's like have to hoist yourselves up. And she says, "Okay, so you that potion for the um the sticky hands lasts for about an hour. So go ahead, um, we can all make our way out of here." Uh... And so and so she basically she um she like starts to lead the way as she goes, starts going up the wall and starts going down down into like back into the alleyway where you guys started. I'm not. Let's not. Let's not. Uh, yeah, let's go. Make, yeah. Let's make haste. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So as you guys do that, you guys begin making your way, and with all your stealth checks previously, uh, it's it's a bit it's a bit rougher um to get through the alleyway this time with because you guys are a bit more like panicked and everything, but you do manage to make your way back into the kind of alleyway and you're able to, and Breeze basically is like, come on, we need we need to we need to get out of the premises basically, and so you guys basically stumble your way out and manage to go like the opposite side of the street and are going to run uh, away from all the commotion. Always the nervousness of a dice roll. And they can uh, one. uh, And as you guys see, the guards kind of like are are in commotion. They, one of them sees you guys, um, kind of like running out of the basically out of the alleyway and, and down the street. And he says, "Hey, where are you guys going? Come back here!" And they start basically a couple guards start start chasing you guys. Oh snap! Oh fuck! And Bree says, "Oh shit!" Okay, come on. And she basically says, "All right, don't worry. I got some. I got something prepared." And she says, and she throws down the basically the smoke pellets, and it creates a large, basically large cloud of smoke in this entire basically street at nighttime. <laughs> and you guys are basically, you guys are like, okay, we we need to run now. And so you guys go and you guys run through the alleyways and kind of like weave. And after a while, I would say after about twenty minutes of laying low, they they have very difficult time following you. Nice. So, at this point, gathering all the all the things you just got, what would you guys like to do? I could kind of like reprieving from all this. Um, I would like to get back to the alley alleyway where. Uh... Where Salem is, and get the frick frack out of this town. <laughs> yeah, so you guys basically go back, and it takes another like forty minutes, but you guys make your way back, kind of closely, staying as like unalert as you possibly can be, and you make your way back into the alleyway. And Beatrix is basically sitting there with a pig in the mm-hmm. alleyway. She's like, "Oh, you're back. Hi. We're alive. We need to awesome. get out of it quickly." Um. Whichever way we can get out, let's let's just get out of this city. Okay. So and Bree's like the gates are over here. Okay. Garden. Cool. Uh, yes, but we honestly we can just 
Yes, it's guarded. That's the problem. We've got a way in. We can get a way out. Maybe they maybe they haven't heard about the news about at the barracks yet. You want you want to try playing it cool and walking out? Let's just go. <laughs> Alright, look, act, act natural. Just act like we're leaving. Say that uh, we say that we're uh, you know we're leaving before. Uh, I mean, it's, it's currently night time, isn't it? We're, we're trying to leave before first light. We're escorting a VIP, a very, a very important pig. <laughs> Sorry, I've got hiccups. Uh. Yeah, let's let's just try and let's just try and uh, act, act natural. Same formation as before. Act like nothing's happened and walk out. Um, surely news hasn't got to the guards yet. Okay, uh, I guess it's worth a shot. And Bree, Bree and Athena basically kind of follow you guys out as you guys go and b meet these guards at the gates. And the guards, there there are less guards than there were before. There are still some like archers out, um, manning, manning the walls, and you can see them up above, kind of like they're not really aiming at you. They're more looking towards like the horizon of the opposite side, but they can see you guys are interacting with um you guys down below and you, you see the, the um, two guards basically going and asking people like where they're going and, and what they're doing. And when they read, when they come to you guys, they speak to who's, who is first. Me. Like, is it you? Yeah. Clears? Clears? Yeah. Um, so, all right. All right. So go ahead. They said, all right. Um, what is your business to weaving? We are uh, on an escort heading through the town. You can speak to the uh, guard in the East gate for verification. We're under a strict, uh, strict instruction under Mr. Wood, uh, Argon Woodway. I'm sure you know the name. We've been let in, so clearly we have the credentials. You will let us out now. Make, make, do you want to make an intimidation or persuasion check for that? Persuasion. Wow. The east gate, it would, have been, it would have been the west gate. Five? Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So Bree is assisting you, so you get advantage. So you get 20. Okay. 21. So, because uh, because Bree is helping you out here as well, um, he says, "Okay, open the gates." And you kind of see like them; they basically go and they start to like pull back this like gi like giant wooden gate. And as you guys are able to slip your way through and out into the basically the open wilderness that is the Ashenlands, the Ashenland. Oh yeah! Right, move out, move out, everyone. Okay. And so, yeah, so you guys basically go, you go a safe distance away from the archers and everybody, and you guys go basically go and keep following the path until you, you, you find like a spot of where it starts to becoming woods again. Ooh. That was close. That was too close. Well, we didn't die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we didn't let you die. I, I turned to uh, Bree and um, Athena. Well, you, uh, we helped you out and you helped us out. What, uh, what will you do next? Well, and, and Bree kind of pulls out like the, the stone that she pulled out from the wall earlier. And she says, we got to go back home. And she basically goes and she puts the... She goes down and puts these... Puts this like sort of like blue refined um gemstone on the on the, like the kind of like the forest floor on the right side and it begins to open up a like, sort of like a four by six um tall like sort of like window into into like a basically like a sort of like a bright meadow area and it sort of like opens up and it says well 
This is where we this is where we drop off. We we gotta go back home. Fucking what? <laughs> yeah, this is this this isn't even our uh, our continent. We're stuck Interdimensional in interdimensional travel. Yeah, we, we're we're not really from here. We we uh we, me and me and Athena were fucking around with different dimensions and we got uh di- we got messed we messed around uh with the wrong dimension and we came here. Pretty weird one. The ground is hollow and everything. That's kind of weird, but you know. I turn to Beatrix and go, is this another one of your tricks? <laughs> Beatrix, Beatrix is like, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's like, it gives like a, it gives like a shrug kind of thing. It's like, I don't know anything about this. And she, um, Brie basically is like, yeah, it's a, it's a long story. We killed like a, we killed this like like evil like warlord sorcerer. We we like saved the world like once before in, in our dimension. Um, but it sounds like you guys have a bit more to do yourselves. A little bit. Yeah. But anyways, enjoy enjoy your uh your spiel here. And she basically kind of steps through and kind of like pulls Athena through the doorway. And he's like, "It was very nice meeting you all." Uh, you, you too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right um and with that being said you guys you guys they basically wait like wave to you as you see this kind of like as they like basically bring the gemstone through and you guys see the the um the the portal basically closes and the doorway disappears and vanishes and now it's just quiet all around did they just say that the ground was hollow <laughs> yeah you, the, the, the world is hollow man so if it's hollow that's What's why you the wake up. The, the, you know, nothing big, you know, just the underground king that you were, if you fought in episode three. So if that's hollow all around the world, then we could be seeing underground kings all over. I'm surprised you haven't come to this conclusion earlier. <laughs> so, yeah. That's pretty weird, champ. Not gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. It came to this conclusion. Wait, I uh, first episode, people. First episode. <laughs> but no, yes. That is that is indeed. That's kind of well. It's kind of weird, champ. <laughs> well, um, with that being said, and saying goodbye to new allies and starting to like make your way onwards onwards to the foreboding bogs you guys start to make your way with with salem and with kind of a new <laughs> spring your step in front of you getting part past probably one of the hardest parts in this journey about getting through one of the most po- populated cities that was very aggressive we're going to end today's session foreboding bogs here we come uh, yeah should be fun should be fun people Damn. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's a satisfying conclusion for on every front, guys. Thank Fantastic you so much. Session, dry brands. Thank, thank, thank you, you so much. Yes. Yeah, so thank you as always. Yeah. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening and, and watching along with us. I hope you're enjoying as much as we are. Uh, we love you guys so much, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. See you. Bye. It's always a new woo.